0: Hey, my name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Good morning. I, if my voice sounds weird, it's because I literally just woke up like maybe 20 minutes ago. I woke up with Rage. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, maybe the right side of the bed. I chose rage. I chose violence. And I chose to uplift everyone that's feeling shitty about themselves because I feel like in the morning we kind of have more clarity. At night, I'm kind of like, "Ah, I'm so fat. I'm so ugly. Ah," Like, I'm not worthy of love. You know, I don't know. I feel like in the morning I have more clarity. That's why I started to not use my phone in the morning because I'm like, okay, I feel like, you know, I feel better about myself in the morning when I don't use my phone. Anyways, I really, really, really... See, I'm not even wearing makeup right now. I'm not wearing makeup. I, I'm wearing my pajamas. I'm wearing this like white box, <laughs> like a little jumpsuit. And I wanted to talk about something. This is an unscripted episode, so don't tell me if it's a little bit like all over the place. But a lot of you guys have been saying, oh, Adelaide, I feel like sometimes your episodes are a little scripted. So... I'm just going to go on a rant. Um, in my rant today, I just want to talk about the fact that there is nothing wrong with you and we're living in a world of delusion. <sighs> There's so much that I want to talk about with this. There's literally nothing wrong with you and we're living in a world of delusion. I I don't know. Like I feel like all the time, all the time, I don't know if it's like i it's just like being pushed on us or like whatever it is but like women are constantly 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 being you know shoved in our face like boogle fat removal what the fuck even is that like i was looking like it's like a new trend or something it's like uh, like i don't even know like someone did a, a boogle fat removal day in my life and i was like what the fuck like no offense like if you want to do it like fucking cool but like so many people are talking about it and i'm like i don't even think it makes you look that much better i don't know like i feel like this is just gonna be me like shitting on plastic surgery but like i feel like it's so toxic like i obviously feel like if you get something done like obviously like if it makes you happy then it makes me happy at the end of the day what you do your body doesn't fucking affect my day it doesn't fucking affect me at all so the way that you look it really doesn't affect me this
1: episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and
0: night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most
1: insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to download the new Bumble now.
0: But I feel like being on TikTok, maybe it's my algorithm. Maybe I need to fucking change my algorithm or something like that. But like, I'm constantly getting videos of like shit that I need to change about myself. Like it's like, buccal fat removal it's like botox it's like there's even oh my god when i was like 12 years old i would watch so many videos of, like how to appear more attractive to a guy like what do guys like oh my god those videos would get so many views asking my guy friends what they like like everybody i feel like when i would watch those types of videos like how to be more attractive to guys like oh what guys like oh my god oh two l did a video like that ah um I remember watching those videos and be like, okay, I need to take notes. Okay, I need to take notes. And I think there was like one one person said something like, oh, I like blonde hair and blue eyes. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm worthless, I guess. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like little comments like that. And I would, you know, listen to it and feel like fucking shit. And like the thing about it is I would never go into a how to appear more attractive to a guy like any sort of video like that and come out of the video feeling good about myself. Never. Never, 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 never. I would always come out of the video feeling like shit. I would come out of the video, like wanting to change something about myself or just like knowing that I will literally never be blonde hair with blue eyes, you know? Um, And it fucking sucks. Like, it's just, I feel like it's just like social media and even just, you know, hip dips and like things that are completely fucking normal. Like so many people are, they just have hip dips. It's like a part of your human body. Your human body has hip dips and your human body ages over time and your human body has fat in their cheeks and your human body has I don't know, like, I feel like the whole reason why I even wanted to talk about this is because we are just constantly chasing the next thing and we're treating our bodies like fast fashion items, which is kind of fucked up. I feel like it got bad as of recently, like, it got bad as of TikTok, um, at least from, like, my perspective, um, to the point where it's like, You know, you know, during COVID when everyone was obsessed with fast fashion and it was like the ugly little shitty little dresses and we were so fucking obsessed with it and we're obsessed with fast fashion. Like you got the you got the new dress and then suddenly there's a new dress and then suddenly there's like the new pants and then there's a new shirt and like, oh, it's on Amazon. Use my Amazon storefront and blah, 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 blah. Don't you feel like we're treating our bodies like that? That's fucked up that's literally it's like a dystopian society fucking black mirror shit isn't that weird like we're so obsessed with like the bbls and like now oh my god kim kardashian and chloe everyone is so skinny now like they're taking injections so now everyone has to be skinny skinny is the new in and like um buccal fat removal and like back in the day it was lips and then back in the day it was like the high eyebrows like Bella hadid and but like If you got all this shit done, if genuinely, if you did all of these trends and you got all this shit done, you would look like a fucking clown. Tell me you wouldn't look like a fucking clown. And like, I know that people are going to say, oh, you're just bashing on plastic surgery, blah, 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 blah. But like, why? I don't know. Like, I don't understand why it's okay to like praise someone for getting plastic surgery. And like, I don't know how to word it so that it doesn't sound bad. But like, I just feel like we're constantly getting pushed to get plastic surgery and at the the end of the day what i want to say is if something makes you feel better about yourself then do it because it doesn't affect me if it makes you feel happy then that's all that matters but i think that there is something to be said about society pushing plastic surgery on us And it's so unrealistic and it's ugly and it's unnatural and I literally can't fucking deal with it. Like there's times where I like look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, fuck, like, I feel like it would be really pretty if I just like, you know, got a BBL or if I just like lost a couple pounds. Like, should I look into the injections that the Kardashians are doing or blah, 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 blah? blah. But like my body is healthy. Maybe this is something that I'm just dealing with, but, like, my body is healthy. My body gets me to point A to point B. I'm a 20-year-old, 25-year-old woman. I'm, like, so fucking healthy. This is, like, the nicest of my body is going to look. Like, my body looks really fucking cool and, like, hey, do I look like a Kardashian? Like, no. But I don't know why we expect to look like them naturally when they are constantly getting shit done. And there's. It's also like something where you can't win because I I feel like you want to get shit done to look good. And then people will come at you and be like, oh, she looks plastic. Oh, if you go in the water, she's just going to float because she's plastic. Like, oh, you have built in fucking life jacket with your boob job. Like people will say shit like that. And it's like, you're never going to fucking win. You're never going to win if you stay natural and you're never gonna win if you get shit done. Like, people always constantly have shit to say. And I don't know, I feel like we literally are living in a fucking dystopian society. (laughs) Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. It's just like, I, especially being in LA, maybe that's why I feel some of the pressure because especially in LA, every girl has something done. And I feel like, Like, maybe even, like, the UK is like this, at least from, like, what I have seen. But everybody has shit done. And I think that, obviously, it's really good if you do it for you and you do it because you know that it's something that you genuinely like and not just a trend right now. And, like, I don't know, like, nobody talks about how plastic surgery can kind of like give you fucking face and body dysmorphia like I've seen like even talk to some of my friends and like I literally don't know what I look like I genuinely have no idea what I look like like I will take photos of myself and I'll edit it and I genuinely have no idea what I look like I look in the mirror and I think I'm fat or I think I'm skinny and I genuinely have no idea what I look like but the body dysmorphia is like a real fucking thing and like as much as like it's like kind of funny like ah, my body dysmorphia ah, you know <laughs> it's like a real fucking thing and it sucks because body dysmorphia can like you know it causes eating disorders and it causes you know a bunch of shit like even plastic surgery addiction and like I like go back and forth all the time I'm like okay like what if what if I just do one thing for myself what if I do like what's something that I've always wanted to do like blah 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 but like Whenever I think of getting a plastic surgery or like something done to myself, I always change what I want to get like a year later, and it's because of the fucking trends. Like I don't know why I thought that I would look so good with like the Bella Hadid like fox lip, but like why do I look like that guy from Star Trek? And it doesn't look good on me. And I thought about getting lip injections, but like my lips are fine. I feel like if I got lip injections, it would just like I would I don't know. I just feel like I would look fucking like weird. And I don't know. I thought about getting a BBL, but. I it's just like BBLs are so dangerous. And like the way that I've literally I've done the research for all of these plastic surgeries. I've done so much research, watched so many vlogs, watched so many like TikTok. Maybe that's why it's my algorithm. <laughs> um, but I've done the research on like BBLs and how dangerous it is. And I listened to a, a podcast of this girl. I think it was like on Sophia with an F. And she was like, I almost died from a BBL. And I was like, uh, like, you know, I want to look good, but I really like my life. Like, isn't that sad that we're putting our lives in danger to look a certain way when our bodies are completely fucking fine? I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to be raw and honest and I'm going to stop thinking about, like, people thinking that I'm plastic surgery hating, but I just feel like nobody talks about this shit. Like, I fully... You know, I'm getting pushed, like, change this about yourself. Change this about yourself. Plastic surgery trend. Plastic surgery trend. This is going to be cool. This is it. This is in. This is going to make you look so beautiful. But I know so many people that have had plastic surgery that are fucking miserable and they still don't like their body and they still don't like the way they look and they are just like constantly chasing this chase of like what's the next plastic surgery trend like as if their body is shein they're treating their body like it's shein like it's a plastic fucking like what the fuck they're treating their body like it's like a fast fashion factory and like they can like produce new 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 and like the new thing comes out oh get this done and like your body is not shein your body is beautiful and your body is you know it's working and it gets you to from point a and it gets you to from point b and they always say you know health is wealth i think bill gates always says health is wealth because you can be the richest man in the whole world but you cannot pay someone to take away your cancer or your health problems or this 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 why do we put ourselves in these dangerous situations To the point where we there's a risk that we could die that i think i have to do more research on this but i'm pretty sure that's why kanye's mom died from a bbl how fucked up is that it doesn't matter how rich you are it doesn't matter whatever putting yourself under the knife there's always a chance that something could go wrong and you can lose your life or you can lose sensitivity even like you know, what's so fucking crazy. Like even when I got my nipple pierced, there's a chance of losing sensitivity in my nipple. And I mean, I was like fucking 20 years old, so I didn't give a fuck and I just did it. But like I could still feel sensitivity and it's just fine. But I know some of my friends that have gotten their nipples pierced or even a boob job and they can't feel their nipples. And that makes me really, really, really sad because that's like one of my favorite sensations during sex is like, you know, is doing that. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's so fucked up. And like, I've even talked to my friends and I got so mad at my one friend for even like considering this, but she thinks that one of her vagina lips is like bigger than the other and she wants to fix it with surgery. And I'm like, bitch, I promise you, your boyfriend does not give a fuck if one lip is bigger than the other. I promise you, he is not giving a single flying fuck. She's like, I'm just insecure about it. Like, I don't know. And I'm like, bitch, I need to draw the line here. This is where I need to draw the line because I think you have a plastic surgery addiction. And this is like not, like nobody talks about this. Like it's to the point where you can lose sensitivity in your vagina and like to look symmetrical. Like, is that what we really want? To look symmetrical, to look? That's all we care about is to look. We'll, you know, put our bodies in danger. We'll put our, you know, our sex lives. We'll put our sensitivity, you know, we'll put whatever off the line for the way that we look like how fucked up is that
1: this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stot or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright chloe blazer for brunch What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
0: I don't know, like, there's just so many things that I feel like the internet pushes on us and sorry I'd be like this is a really like ranty episode and I'm like super fucking mad but I am fucking mad I'm fucking mad and I'm fucking tired I'm fucking tired of like getting pushed like to do this surgery and this surgery and like seeing little girls it literally like breaks my heart (laughs) like seeing little girls at the age of 19 getting xyz surgery it's like you're 19 you haven't even grown into your body yet you don't even know what your body is gonna look like like it makes me really sad I don't know (laughs) I think I just like I'm really sad because like obviously when I was like 19 I wanted to get shit done and you know it's so crazy I wanted to get a boob reduction when I was 19 I looked into google and I looked up boob reductions and I am so happy that I didn't have the money to do that because I love my boobs. Like, I would hate it because I'd be like, oh, my boobs are saggy and like, oh, my boobs are, you know, I wish that they were a little bit smaller and perkier and like my boobs would look cuter in outfits. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm so over-sexualized with my boobs and like, I just want to wear like cute outfits and blah, 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 blah. But now I love my boobs and I've like, I've found ways to like dress my outfits to make my boobs look good and I feel like back in the day I would be like how do I fix my body so that I look good in my clothes but that we shouldn't be doing that we should be fixing our clothes so that it looks good on our bodies like it's so fucked up the way that we're like push all these things and like when I was little I really wanted to get my lips smaller what the fuck I wanted my lips smaller because all the people that I looked up to they had smaller lips than me and like imagine if I did that Like, we are literally living in a world of delusion. And, like, what one person may think is ugly, another person may think is pretty. Like, I dated so many people where they're like, oh, I hate my freckles. Like, I just want to get rid of my freckles. Like, I don't even know if there's, like, things to get rid of your freckles. I'm sure there fucking is. But I love freckles. And I think freckles are so fucking cute. And, like, I don't know. And, like, like boogle fat removal. Like, I think that big cheeks are cute. And, like you're going to look so good when you age and you're going to, I don't know. I just, I think that it it just suits people and it just like makes you look healthy and it makes you look happy. Like sometimes I feel like when we get these surgeries, we look unhealthy. I don't know. I think that we're just living in a literal world of delusion and we think that You know, this plastic surgery is gonna fix me, and this is gonna fix me, and this is gonna fix me. And like, once I have this, I'm gonna have lots of friends. But like, this is kind of like not, you know, this has nothing to do with it. But I think, you know, being in LA, you get the pressure, you get whatever. I haven't gotten anything done, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself to a nice watch. So I got myself a really nice watch, and I was like, this is it. Like, this is an expensive watch. And when I go to parties, people are going to respect me more and people are going to think I'm cooler and people are going to want to be my friend because I'm wearing an expensive watch. So I would go to the parties and I'd be like, nobody noticed. I'm not different. I thought that this would change everything if I have a nice watch. And like, don't we think the same about plastic surgery? I thought that I more people would accept me. I thought people would think that I'm cooler or prettier or... You know, we're always just like, I think at the end of the day, buying material items, changing our bodies and doing this and this, we just want to feel accepted. And, you know, did I buy that wash like 100% because I love it and it's like genuine to me and I think that it's going to make me confident, blah, 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 blah. No, I think I definitely bought into peer pressure and I definitely bought it, you know, to impress other people. Um... And even when people would notice it, they'd be like, oh, like, is that daddy's money? Blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, are you fucking for real? Like, (laughs) it just really showed me that whatever I do, whatever I buy, whatever I do, it's not gonna make you more accepted. It's not gonna make you more popular. And it's not gonna make you brand new. At the end of the day, you will always be inside of you and you're getting these plastic surgeries or buying these crazy expensive things will not change what's inside of you. If you're insecure, getting a boob job, getting a nice watch, getting this, getting this will not change you being insecure on the inside. If anything, it might do the opposite. And Nobody talks about this, and this is why I feel like I'm like kind of like walking on eggshells. But it's like you can get these surgeries and think, oh, I'm gonna be accepted. Everyone's gonna like me. I'm gonna be pretty, and boys are gonna like me more. And blah 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 blah. And like, hey, maybe maybe it will. But from what I've seen and from what I've experienced, um, like with my friends and like blah blah blah, and like my friends pointing out their insecurities, it's literally like Mean Girls. Do you remember Mean Girls? Where it's like, oh, I can fix this about myself blah, blah 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 and they're like they're looking at Katie and they're like can you say something shitty about yourself and she's like um I have stinky breath in the morning that's what it feels like when you're with your friends and they're like oh I you know I was thinking about getting Botox or I was thinking about getting this and I'm get, getting this and I'm like what like you want to get that like I don't even think like that like I think that I like that feature about you like I don't know why you would want to change that I don't know. I think we just need to start looking at ourselves and looking at the way that we want to change our body. Like we're our best friend. Like with my best friend, I'm always like, you don't need to do that. Like you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. And I do the same thing to myself where I'm like, I need to change this. I need to change this. I need to change this. What would your best friend say? Would your best friend tell you to do it? Have you been wanting to do it for years? Because I've changed what I wanted to do over the years. It's almost like a tattoo. People always say, oh, I, you know, I want to wait and make sure that I really want it. I'm going to wait a year or two and make sure that I really want it um, before I get it, just in case I change my mind with tattoos. Why do we not think that about plastic surgery? I'm going to wait a year and make sure that I really want it, and then I'll get it next year. I think it's, I don't know. It's because it's fast fashion, (laughs) And we are constantly changing the trends. And if I waited a year to get lip filler, it's, I just feel like it's not as trendy anymore. If I waited a year to get a BBL, I just feel like it's not as trendy anymore. If I waited a year to do XYZ, maybe it's not going to be trendy next year. I just feel like, we're constantly training our bodies like fast fashion and when you think about fast fashion what do you think about you think about cheap quality you think about cheap inexpensive and you think about you know you could just throw it out or donate it after you're done with it is that how we think about our bodies our bodies are useless unless it's pretty our bodies you know can just be thrown around like that and our bodies you know our bodies are the only thing carrying us through this life like I feel like we have our soul we have our insecurities we have this we have this but our bodies are the only things that are getting us through this life it's our home for our souls and I feel like when I think of The grand scheme of things. Like when I think of my entire life and my life, you know, when I'm 40 and I look back and I'm like, you know what? I wish in my 20s I wasn't so insecure. I wish in my 20s I loved my 20 year old body. I wish in my 20s I traveled. I wish in my 20s I would think about things other than things to change about myself because I'm already good enough i wish in my 20s i you know i embrace my body because at the end of the day the sexiest thing any woman can have is confidence and it's true and <laughs> i don't want to bring anyone down but when i'm hooked up with girls like it's always the pretty girls that you can tell are so insecure and i'm like they're they're just not like you know they're not good in bed because they're insecure and I obviously it's different for everybody but at least from my experience i've just experienced like you can tell the difference between someone that embraces their body someone that loves their body that you know you know, when they hug you, they open with big arms and like, you know, they have their shoulders back and and they carry themselves a certain way. And then there's people who are, you know, surviving on insecurity and fixes the things about themselves to make them look like the perfect Barbie doll and blah, 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 blah. And... You could, you just feel their energy. Their energy isn't loose. It's not, like, happy. It's very uptight. It's not, like, I don't know. This is just Adeline bashing the plastic surgery <laughs> fucking world in an hour. Um, But I really just needed to get this off of my chest because I think that it's very, you know acceptable to be like hey if you want to change something about yourself and it makes you confident then fucking do it but i think there's also a line where it's like hey i know you think that you're doing this for yourself but you're not and instead of fixing something that's physical maybe fixing something that's internal and fixing something that is mental Because if you have body dysmorphia, if you have face dysmorphia, if you have X, Y, Z, nothing is going to be enough. And you could be like, oh, I'm going to do this surgery. I'm going to do this surgery. I'm going to do this surgery. And I'm doing it for me. So don't worry, guys. Like I'm not doing it for anyone else. But you're mentally unwell. And I feel like a lot of us are fucking mentally unwell. (laughs) And we think that we need to get this done. And we're like, "No, no, no, no. I'm not I'm not I'm not caving into society. I'm not doing this for society. I'm not doing this for other people. I'm doing this for me. I promise. I'm doing this for me." That's what I thought. And I'm glad that I I haven't had anything done because I'm just you know, I don't know. I think I'm mostly just scared of getting addicted to plastic surgery because so many of my you know, of people that I've seen are. um, And when you look at their soul, when you look at the inside, after all of the things that they fix and all the things that they said that they did for themselves on the inside, they're still very insecure and they're still very sad. And this surgery, this surgery, this surgery didn't fix them. What really fixes you from insecurity is therapy (laughs) and you know having a good therapist and you know working things out because you know you could talk to your friends about it and be like hey like i'm feeling shitty about the way that i look and i i don't like this about my body i kind of want to fix it and like you could talk to your friends about it but like body dysmorphia and face dysmorphia is like a gnarly thing and sometimes it gets to the point where we need a professional to help us because we always say like, you know, if if you're insecure about this, then fix it, you know? Do it for yourself. But nobody says, if you're insecure about this, go to fucking therapy. <laughs> because maybe you're insecure about, say your teeth. And then once you get your teeth fixed, oh, now you're insecure about this. Now you get this fixed now you're insecure about this now i get this fix it's a never-ending cycle because before you fix the external you need to fix the internal and i'm not perfect i think about it all the time about getting shit done and I, i feel insecure as shit all the time and i look in the mirror and i don't like what i see all the time And I'm working on it and I have a life coach (laughs) Um, and she's like a qualified therapist as well. But, you know, I just I don't basically at the end of this podcast, like I don't want to sound like a bitch for bashing on people who genuinely feel better after getting plastic surgery, because at the end of the day, if you feel better about yourself, that's all the fucking matters. It doesn't affect me what you look like and it doesn't affect me whatever but what does affect me is you know seeing social media and seeing this dystopian society and feeling like I need to change shit about myself and seeing other young impressionable girls change shit about themselves when they haven't even grown into themselves yet you know starting such a crazy body dysmorphia face dysmorphia insecurity at such a young age and no one talks about The dangers of plastic surgery. No one talks about the bad side of plastic surgery and how it's not going to fix your issues. And before you think about getting plastic surgery, anything, you need to fix that internal, fix why you feel insecure, fix because there's so many people that I see and they're so beautiful. I look up to them because they're so beautiful. And are they beautiful on the outside? Well, I think so. To society, they're not perfect. But the reason why I feel like they're so beautiful is because they're confident from within. And isn't that so rare? Finding someone that's confident from within. Finding someone where someone can make a comment about, oh, you could lose some weight. Oh, you could do this. Oh, you could do that. And you're like, no, no. You know, my body is a vessel. It's my home. It's where it gets me from from point A to B. My body is just fine. I like it the way that it is. And if you don't like it, it's really not my problem. I think that is more of a you problem if you don't like my body. Because isn't that a thing? Like people projecting their own insecurities on others. They always say what you hate about others is deep down what you hate about yourself the most deep down inside so say for example you know the hater makes fun of this girl's teeth and they're like oh my god your teeth are so crooked your teeth you know you need to get some braces like you look like fucking like a cartoon character like blah 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 blah." and the person says i am fine with my teeth i actually quite like my teeth but isn't that a reflection of yourself? The fact that you felt the need to point out that you don't like my teeth, isn't that more of a reflection of yourself that you don't like your teeth? I don't know. It's it's like this whole thing of like, you know, haters and like projecting their insecurities onto other people. It's an actual real thing. And I feel like the more beauty that you find in other people and the more that you compliment other people and blah, 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 the better you're going to feel about yourself. Because finding beauty in others is also finding beauty within yourself. Picking on other people and saying how much you don't like their teeth is picking on yourself and saying how much you don't like your teeth. This is just an example, by the way. But I like my teeth. <laughs>
1: Kroger fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
0: Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely mantras. Oh, you know what? Something that I think I've said in my 24 ways to be confident video, something that really stuck with me is when you look in the mirror and you don't like this about yourself. You don't you wish you could lose a little bit of weight. You wish that you can, you know, Get perkier boobs. You wanna get surgery for your boobs. And you wanna get XYZ. Put a picture of your younger self and be like, would you say this to your younger self? Would you say this to that five year old girl? To that five year old go- girl, would you say, you need to lose weight? You need to get surgery? You're ugly? You would never say that to a five year old girl. If you saw a five year old girl, you would be like, you're so beautiful. Don't listen to what anyone says. You're a princess. You deserve to be treated like a princess. And you deserve like to to walk with confidence because five-year-old girls are just confident and they just want to be princesses. And like, you know, they just want to like play and like blah, 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 and like take care of the little baby. Like you would never tell a five-year-old girl to lose weight. That's so sinister, so put a picture of you as a five-year-old girl on your mirror. So whenever you're, you know, saying, I don't like this about myself. I need to fix this about myself, blah, 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 Look at that five-year-old girl. Because that five-year-old girl is still inside of you. There's that inner child inside of you. And every single time that you say, I don't like this about myself, I don't like this about myself, bullying yourself. You're also saying that to that five-year-old girl who just wants to play who just wants to be happy who just wants to be loved and I feel like we try to heal our inner child by you know fixing these things about ourselves. because yeah at the end of the day the five-year-old girl just wants to be happy she just wants to play be free she wants to be loved she wants other people to love her she wants you know to go to Disneyland she wants to do fun things she wants to color in her coloring book and blah all of that shit is within yourself when you think about all these little things I used to do as a kid what did you do as a kid? You know, did you like, did you like to play hopscotch? Or did you like drawing? Or did you like playing soccer? Or what are the things that you used to do as a child? All of that shit is still inside of you. And I feel like as we grow up, we kind of like lose light and we lose sight of that, like, you know, inner child that we have. And when we look in the mirror and we're like, oh, I need to fix this about myself. Oh, I'm so ugly. Oh, this, oh, this, oh, this. Like, You're saying that to her, you know? And it's really sad. Because we're constantly, like, you know, pushing down that inner child that, you know, she's never going to leave. She's always going to be inside of you. And I think at the end of the day, that inner child just wants to have fun and she just wants to be loved. Because don't we all just want to be loved, you know? And we think, oh, okay, I'm gonna heal my inner child, and I'm, I'm gonna be loved because I'm gonna get this done by myself. I need to fix this. I'm gonna be pretty. My inner child wants to be pretty, but it's not the case. I feel like your inner child just wants to be loved. Your inner child just, you know, wants to play. And she just wants to live life and be loved and love other people. But yeah, I really need to do that. I really need to get like a little... Holy shit, I have booger. I really need to get a little picture and just put it on my mirror. My makeup mirror that I do my makeup at every day. Um, and even my full-length mirror. Because I look at my body at that one. And I, need, I really need to do like a little picture of myself. Um, because... I think what what it really comes down to and I think like the conclusion of this podcast episode is your inner child just wants to be loved. And is getting surgery and is buying expensive shit and changing yourself is that going to make you loved? Maybe. I don't think so. Is and releasing and unleashing your inner child is you know doing things that your inner child has always wanted to do? is thinking of your body as a vessel and something that you know gets you to point a to point b like when i was a kid i didn't even give a fuck about what my body looked like i was a kid and we weren't pushed you know my insecurities i think stemmed from you know magazines and articles and you know little comments that my friends would say about like my acne and how i had acne in my forehead and that's why i had bangs and you know you don't forget that shit that's when my insecurities started But when you're little, you know, I was a chubby little kid, you know, and I was so fucking cute and like, I just didn't give a fuck about, you know, what my, I could, I literally couldn't even think twice about my body. I didn't even know that, you know, this insecurity even existed. And I feel like we as a society just like create new insecurities every fucking year it's like there's always something that you could be insecure about. Like if I look at my face, I could be insecure about my eyebrows. I could be insecure about my eyes. I could be insecure about my nose. I could be insecure about my cheeks now. I could be insecure about my lips. I could be insecure about my chin. I could be insecure about my ears. I could be insecure about my hair. There's countless things that society tells us is an insecurity. But at the end of the day, it's not an insecurity. It's your natural body. And society profits off of you by creating these insecurities and sells you, you know, surgeries. They sell you makeup. They sell you clothes. They sell you hair. They sell you hair products. They sell you nails. They they sell you this. Like, hey, are my natural nails perfectly fine? Yeah, but I genuinely just like to get my nails done (laughs) because it's so cute, and I like to like look and like make the little tapping noises on my phone. But My natural nails are perfectly fine, and there's nothing wrong with my natural nails. And even like my hair, like, yeah, my hair is like in a messy, like, you know, bun, and it looks kind of like shit right now, but it's just my natural hair. It looks fucking fine. And my face, like, I just like cried and I look kind of like shit. I just woke up. I didn't even have a coffee yet. Like, do I look like death a little? Yeah, but it's fucking fine, and my body's fine. There's nothing wrong with me and there's nothing wrong with you. We're constantly being told, this is wrong with you. This is wrong with you. You will be loved if you fix this. No. If you fix it, nothing is going to change. You're always going to feel the same. I think what fixes ourselves and fixes our insecurities is fixing ourselves from within. And, you know, thinking about that inner child and thinking about how to heal her because... We're all damaged, Loki. We're all fucking damaged. Like, we think that all of these things are wrong with us. And, you know, I have one eyebrow that's like higher than the other, and I thought about getting Botox to fix it. And like, blah. blah, blah. I bet you didn't even notice. It's like such a little difference, but it's to the point where I see my body and I see my face every single day, so I notice. And I told my friends, I'm like, mm, I'm thinking about getting, you know, Botox because my one eyebrow is like bigger than the or higher than the other. And they're like, what? They're like, no, it's not. I've never noticed that. And I'm like, what? I thought it was so obvious. Like, I, I can't stop looking at it. Like, my one eyebrow is clearly higher than the other. And they're like, what? They're like, really? Maybe that's something that only you see. I mean, do it if you want to do it. But like, blah, 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 blah. Hearing my friends say that made me realize that the shit that I pick apart from my body, maybe other people don't even give a fuck about it. They don't even notice it. I don't know. I think... <laughs> This is like a huge rant and, you know, we talked about, you know, things that obviously I can work on and we can work on. Um, but, you know, self-love is a gnarly journey because, you know, I will have periods of time and I'll have times where I'm confident and I'm like, fuck everyone. I look fucking amazing. You know, when I feel the best and I hate to say this is when I work out i know i know you're like i shut the fuck up but here's the thing i think that because it could be different for everyone i think the reason why i feel better about my body when i work out is because i know i'm putting love into my body i'm moving my body i'm being healthy with my body i'm watching what i eat i'm not putting shit in my body like junk food in my body i start eating vegetables i start you know because it's like all a spiraling, like snowball effect for me. Once I start working out, I want to eat healthier. I want to do this and like this and this and this. And I think being healthy, I think that's fucking amazing. <laughs> and I personally feel the most confident when I'm working out and I'm eating healthy. And it's not, I swear, my body doesn't even look different. Sometimes I, I look at my body, I'm like, I look at the before and after results and I'm like, okay, I see a little bit of difference, but like, it's not crazy. My body didn't completely transform. Like, you know, you see on TikTok before and after my body did not transform. I look a little bit different, but very, very small difference. But you know what is the biggest difference for me is I feel like I put love into my body and I put thought into my body and I put good foods into my body. And I think that's what makes me feel better about my body it's not about the way that I look. It's about the way that I feel. And it's about the way that I treat my body. And it's the way that, you know, because I feel like when I'm eating like shit, when I'm not working out, when I'm looking at myself in the mirror, you know, you're eating like shit. They say you are what you eat. I'm eating like shit. I ate like 12 fucking Godiva chocolates yesterday, bitch. Like I had the munchies and I had a bunch of Godiva chocolates. And like I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, damn, you know, At least my ass is fatter, but like so is everything else. (laughs) But I look at photos of me like a couple years ago, and I swear I look the exact fucking same. But in my head, I don't like the way that I look because I treat my body like shit. No wonder I feel like shit. Once I treat my body good and I work out and I eat good. It doesn't even matter what it looks like because I know that I'm training my body good and I feel good about it. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's at least for me when I feel the most confident. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to say to conclude this episode, I'm really sorry that it's like just me ranting this whole time. Let me know. Do you like the ranting videos where I'm just like, unscripted and I just like say whatever the fuck or do you prefer like more you know thought out podcasts or like I have like you know tips and whatever because I don't know I think I'm just I was just very passionate about this subject and I just wanted to talk about it right away but I think I just wanted to conclude this podcast episode with you are perfectly fine the way that you are there is nothing wrong with you you are look fucking amazing as long as you treat that inner child and you tell her that she's beautiful and you do the things that she wants to do. You do the little silly things like prank your brother or draw or snowboard. I don't know what it is for you. As long as you're doing things that fulfill and fuel your soul as opposed to filling your brains with insecurities and society and what we need to do to be loved because i think you know what i think at the end of the day all of this plastic surgery you know fixing things about yourself makeup hair clothes blah 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 things that you need to fix about yourself at the end of the day you know what it just stems from is just wanting to be loved i feel like you know maybe we do it for ourselves or we convince ourselves that we do it for ourselves But I think at the end of the day, at least for me and my experience, I just want to be loved. And I feel like at the end of the day, that's all that we want. That everyone in the whole world, all that we want is to just be loved. And society tricks us and they're like, in order to be loved, in order to be accepted, you need to fix these things about you, which are completely fucking normal. But they say that because they can profit off of you and sell you this they sell you that they sell you this they sell you that it's a fucked up dystopian society that we live in as a female as a girl trying to make it through this fucking world (laughs) (laughs) but i think getting to the core getting to the root of the problem which is wanting to be loved i think that we're more loved than we think you know someone said to me you're loved more than you could ever imagine and I don't know why I just like, I like sat there and I thought about it. And I'm like, am I like, am I loved more than I could ever imagine? You know, sometimes we feel so lonely and we feel like we can't reach out to anyone and we feel ugly and we feel this, we feel that. But I think, you know, I think we always forget that we are loved and. You know, maybe you grew up in a in a fucked up family, a fucked up household, and maybe you have no friends. But you are loved. And people do love you. Maybe they don't say it, but there's different ways of saying it. Like, I hope you drive home safe. I hope you get home safe. Let me know when you get home. You know, how are you doing today? Hey, what's up? You are loved more than you could ever imagine. And Thinking that changing your physical appearance is going to make you more loved is a little bit delusional. Hey, it's pretty privilege a thing. Yeah, but I think, you know, telling ourselves that our 100% worth is on our physical appearance. We can't be saying that. Like, that's just unrealistic to say, you know, you can be the most gorgeous person in the world and have the nastiest soul, have, you know, the worst personality, and the most shallow attitude and it's not going to make you be loved anymore you know think about that inner child and think about what she would want what she would want to do how she would want to fill her days how she would want to feel about her body because it's what you deserve and she your inner child is always going to be there inside of you and um i think at the end of the day your inner child just wants to be loved and instead of being like oh I need to fix this I need to fix this I need to fix this about my appearance think about how can I be appreciative of the people that love me and how can I show my love for the people that I love you know I think that there's ways to build confidence that aren't physical you know I feel like I feel super confident when I'm helping others when you know I you know pay for my mom's mortgage because I know that you know she's trying to pay it off or i I give my my friends and family gifts or when I you know helps my friend take out the trash or I help you know my your friend with the dishes or you know, you tell your friend that they look really amazing today and like, you know, you tell your mom how grateful you are, even though she wasn't the perfect mom, how grateful you are for her, you know? And like your dad, how grateful you are for them. And I feel like there's a lot of ways to build confidence cuz I think confidence also stems from just wanting to be loved. Um and I think it you know, putting out that good energy and that those love languages that you have um, and telling your friends and family how much you love them. I don't know. I feel like this it's getting super sappy, but I think it's just like really just getting to the root of like why we're all so fucked up and like why we all feel the need to get X, Y, Z done and treat our bodies like shit, and constantly feel like shit. Like, you ask any of your girlfriends, and you're like, hey, are you insecure? Like, do you feel insecure about your body sometimes? And they all say, yeah. That's not fucking normal. That's not normal, and it's so normalized to hate your body. I think, at the end of the day, just know that loving your body is normal. You're allowed to love your body no matter what you look like, and you're valid, and you're loved, and... You know, Emma Chamberlain, I was listening to her podcast about um, her predictions for 2023 and one of her predictions was looking like a perfect Barbie doll. Like she thinks that people are going to be over looking like a perfect Barbie doll because I feel like back in the day, you know, we would um, kind of be like, oh, you know, this person's so pretty and like, I don't know what it is and blah, 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 blah. But nowadays with the internet and with society, you're like, oh, this person got this nose job. She got a boob job. She got this, she got this, she got this. And everybody has it. And I feel like it's like, it's less of that je ne sais quoi. Like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. She's so different. she's. It's like to the point where everyone is starting to look the same. And I feel like beauty They say beauty is symmetry, but beauty is also just, you know, it's just being unique and it's being different. And I, I love, you know, the TikToks where it's like the girls showing off their like nose and like, you know, sometimes they have like, you know, like a curvy nose and sometimes they have like the nose. I don't know what it's called. The nose that goes out and they're like, oh my God, you're so fucking stunning. Like that is literally a goddess nose and like it's so fucking beautiful and it's just like unique and cool and it's like beautiful and i feel like we need to start looking at features like that like sometimes i'll be like you know this feature is a little bit like unique and weird about me but like maybe that's something that makes you beautiful um but i'm also manifesting with emma that we are just over this perfect barbie you know look that we're all kind of like after this literal plastic Barbie look and we could all just start like you know embracing our natural features because natural beauty I think is one of the most beautiful beauties of all Um, and I think inner beauty is also one of the most beautiful beauties of all and we need to start stop talking about what we could change about our outer appearance and start thinking about you know things to make us confident from within and things that you know make us genuinely feel good. Work, 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 work. See me, Abby. Work, 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 work. We're going to be doing What Would Rihanna Do? Because I feel like Rihanna is the human embodiment of a badass, confident bitch. Because, you know, we've seen Rihanna in all of her phases, all of her eras of life. She's looked different in all of her eras of life. And one thing that I really admire about Rihanna is you know, she'll be like, oh, you know, I gained a little bit of weight, but, you know, it's just the season. She looks at her body as, like, you know, it's a season, and, like, you know, it's something that, you know, it's, like, something that changes, and, like, it's, like, it's not all just, like, gonna be summer, and it's not all gonna be fall. It's, like, a season that changes and grows and, like, evolves, and I think that's something really beautiful to think about, but anyways, first question, what would Rihanna do? Rihanna, don't sue me. I'm just thinking of what you would do. Um, cause I love you so much. Someone said, um, if he cheats once, does that show a future of cheating? Girl, yeah. girl, yeah. you know what they say? You lose them how you get them. So I would say I personally, you know, I, I want to believe in like, you know, the good in everyone, but I personally think once a cheater, always a fucking cheater, because for me, it's, it's not so much like the physical aspect of cheating. I think it's the disrespect. I think it's the lying, it's the manipulation and it's the disrespect. Someone that is comfortable disrespecting someone that they consider their partner in life, someone that they consider is supposed to be their best friend, their partner, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, disrespecting them to the, you know, to that point I think is unforgivable and like I don't even know how people do it it's like not human to me because I I just feel like if you can do that to one person what makes you think that they're not going to do it to the next and the next and the next that's inner work that they need to fix within themselves because they are just disrespectful and they don't respect themselves and they don't respect you. And they will never respect you until they learn to, d- to respect themselves. So if he cheats once, does that mean a future of cheating? Um, I would count on it. <laughs> I'm not going to say that they will, but I would definitely, you know, again, the saying, you lose them how you get them. Did they cheat on their partner to get with you? What makes you think that they wouldn't do that to someone else? They disrespected their partner. What makes you think that they're not going to disrespect you? I don't know. People always talk about, you know, cheating and like, oh, like, I can't I can't imagine them like, you know, blah, 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 with someone else. But for me, it's the disrespect. When I have a friend, when I have a partner, when I have even like a family member, if they disrespect me to a point where I look dumb, where I look stupid, where I look taken advantage of, that is unforgivable to me. That's why I always say, if you cheat on me, like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, the relationship is over. The relationship is done. There's no trust. There's no respect. And there's no honesty. And, you know, I feel like I'm a horny person, but I can control myself. Like, and, and the, people always say, oh, I'm a man. How do you expect me to control myself? Like, exactly, you're a man. You're a grown adult. You have decisions to be made. You have, you know, you have, you're a grown person. You're a human being. If you can't control yourself or you can't, you know, control your urges or control your, you know, temptations, doesn't that say a lot about the type of person that you are a little child a little child can't control themselves when they see candy and their parents are like oh don't eat the candy they can't control themselves because they're a little child a grown man should be able to control their urges that's a little boy if you cheat (gasps) oh no someone said how to deal with a situation where people are making fun of you i think if people are making fun of you you know, I think without the intention of like, you know, being joking and being funny and like, you know, you being in on the joke and they're kind of laughing at you as opposed to with you. I think those are the type of people that don't respect you as well. And I feel like it's dangerous to put yourself in situations where people don't respect you because they will not treat you like a human and they will treat you as a disposable and they will treat you like shit essentially. So I think people that, Are making fun of you? I don't think that you need to make time in your life for that because the most valuable thing that you could give to someone is your time. So don't give your time to people like that, and also don't put yourself in that situation because you never know. With being in a dangerous situation and like you know, you never know what's gonna happen. (laughs) Someone said, "Sleep with him on the first date or wait." (laughs) Um. Okay. I here's the thing. I. My favorite, 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 favorite part of a relationship is like a slow burn. You know what's so crazy? They say that the slower you grow, the slower you fall. I think that has to do with, you know, social media. I think it has to do with money and it, well, I don't know. And I think it also has to do with relationships. So, okay, tell me if you relate, right? You meet someone, you instantly click, they seem like, you know the most fiery intense emotions like you just want to rip all of their clothes off and like have sex because you have that much fucking chemistry but here's the thing how many times has that happened to you where that happens and you you know you have sex on the first date but you dwindle off after a month because girl that has happened to me and i'm like i swear like i was like you know, we have so much chemistry and like there's sparks and like there's stars, like there's fireworks and like blah, 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 blah. Like we have so much chemistry and, you know, we have sex and it's amazing and blah, 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 blah. But it always ends after a month, at least from my experience. And I think the reason for that is because I don't, I feel like when I have instant sparks with someone, it's, it's, I don't know if it's necessarily like you know, good sparks. Maybe it's more so like trauma bonding. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it's it, it was definitely, you know, at least from my situation and my experience, me and this person, I literally remember telling my girlfriends, I'm like, this is the best sex ever. Like we just get each other. Like it's it's amazing. It's crazy. We're like he's like the guy version of me. I'm the girl version of him what does that sound like to you do you think that's trauma bonding (laughs) i think we both you know had things that we had to work through and we both were young and we both needed to go to therapy i think i hope he went to therapy because i kept telling him that he needs to go to therapy because he like was a little bit fucked up like me um but, you know, I've worked on myself and I worked through it. And now my favorite type of relationship is just like a slow burn where, you know, maybe you don't feel crazy sparks and maybe it's just feels kind of neutral and normal. But the more that you go on dates with them, the more that you get to know them, the more, you know, chemistry there is and the more that you relate to each other and the more this and the more that. I don't think that's trauma bonding. I think that's just like how normal relationships work. <laughs> and this is something that I've struggled with. I'm like, you know, I've like, I swear we have so much chemistry and like, you know, with, with other people that are like healed and they went to therapy and they they're like they're in their masculine energy and like I'm like, you know, struggling to be in my feminine energy and like, you know, I I feel like it's more of a slow burn, but after being in a relationship where it's more of a slow burn you go on more dates and like there isn't as much chemistry in the beginning aka trauma bonding um you grow the chemistry and you grow to like the person you grow and it's not like you know I feel like when you first meet someone it's like you know you learn things about them and they're perfect in your head because all of the little things like oh do they put the seat down on the toilet or do they put their laundry away and blah 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 you picture in your head the perfect person and I think that's why it feels so magical and it feels so, you know, perfect and, you know, so much chemistry. But when you actually get to know someone and it's a slow burn and it's like, you know, you go on dates and like they wine and dine you and blah, 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 blah. I think that that is almost better. So, hey, okay, like, would you sleep with him on the first date or wait? I think, just do whatever the fuck your body tells you to do you know girl i'm not gonna tell you i'm not gonna give you advice for you to you know feel weird about it and like you know not listen to me just do whatever the fuck your body wants you to do you know if you have some traumas that you need to go through and you have that like crazy chemistry feeling and you just want to fuck that person that night then fucking do it because i personally feel like there's nothing better than a good old learning experience Um and I had to go through it and it was really fun and it was really good sex so I really do recommend it. <laughs> but I think if you, you know if you're looking for a good healthy relationship and like something that's more of a slow burn and something where you really do get to know each other and like it's the anticipation of like are you going to do it and, like you know blah, blah 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 um I think that that is almost better. But I think that they're both fucking fun. So you might as well fucking do it. If your body's telling you and if you feel safe with them, then that's all that fucking matters. And then I think i do one more question. Someone said tips on discipline when working out. So the only way that I can get myself to work out is if I'm held accountable for it. So the, the, the things that I have to do to make myself feel accountable is... A, I know every, not everyone has like the money to do this, but I have like a gym trainer. So if I don't show up to my trainer on time or I don't show up to him that day, I lose my money and my money just goes in the trash. Um, something that's cheaper, you could sign up for classes. Do you want to sign up for like a cycling class, um, a Pilates class, uh, whatever class? It's like $30 for a class. Yeah, it's a little, you know, on the pricier side, but if you don't show up, you lose the $30. Actually, you know what? $30 is not even, you know, if you don't have a Starbucks every single day and you just make your coffee at home, I don't know. But number three, I would put having a gym buddy or like an accountability partner. So say that, you know, you want to work out every day at noon and, you know, maybe you and your girlfriend go to the gym together or maybe you and your girlfriend FaceTime each other at noon and you do a little like chloe ting workout that's how i started working out it's like keeping myself accountable with my friends and like if you don't show up like mm, like you're being lazy like your friend kind of makes fun of you um so i think doing things that make you feel more accountable so you know when i would have a gym membership we'd be like oh i'll go tomorrow Oh, I'll go tomorrow. Oh, I'll go later. I'm busy. I'm on a roll. Like I'm doing my work. I'm going to do it tomorrow. But if you set a time and you keep yourself accountable, I think I'm way more likely to do it. Also, something that also helps is sleeping in your gym clothes the night before. If you have an early morning workout, Um, laying out your clothes the night before, that also really helps me. And honestly, as shallow as it is, taking a mirror selfie at the gym like i feel so good about myself when i take my good old mirror selfie at the gym I'm like you know what? i did it and then i can look back at my archives and be like oh my god i worked out this much this week or like you know progress pictures um but yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode, even though it was just me ranting for an hour straight. Um, but I love you and know that there's absolutely nothing fucking wrong with you. Your body is fucking amazing the way that it fucking is. It's normal. It's your normal human body. And, you know, at the end of the day, all that we want is to be loved. So do things that makes you feel loved and that you know putting love out to other people and like feeling the love that people give back to you um but i love you guys i hope you enjoyed this podcast uh, make sure to give it a like if you're listening on youtube <laughs> make sure to write on you know apple music spotify wherever you're listening to this. um it helps me a lot and i guess i'll talk to you guys in the next one i'm always here if you want to talk every wednesday if you want to talk same place same time girl love you Mwah. i'll talk to you bye Did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, If you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, And I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, But I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.